not by myself. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. My name's Quan. Resident black guy living in South Philadelphia. We all black, though. We're like black, though. Just go. Just go. I guess guess I'm Warren. I mean, we got Warren. Kev from uh, from Philadelphia, where bad things happen. Oh, boy. Yeah. Bad things happen in Philadelphia. That is very true. Says our president. Yep. Christopher. He's really from Randallstown, but you know, we'll keep oh, it. Wow. <laughs> and you're really from uh, Orange, Kevin. They confused yeah, everybody. Exactly. I live in Philly, though. Random chatter. It's okay. For 19 years. But, um, that might be a very. <laughs> This is sloppy opening of the day. Sorry, guys. Should we start over? Real sloppy opening. No, we cannot start over. Like, it just is what it is. We we deepen this. Let's let's, let's just tighten this up. Boom. (laughs) All right, what's the topic, bro? Okay, cool. So, um... (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Today's topic is education. All of us were college educated. <laughs> and the question is, is a college education worth it? Mm. What are your biggest takeaways mm. from your college education? And what do you wish was different? Wow. Yeah. Why don't you get it started, Chris? It's always on me, and I always got to somebody else. All right, so college education. Um, I think it's absolutely worth it um, because it's a very competitive market in this day and age, and a degree kind of gets you in the, in the door um, for a lot of, you know, corporate companies, Fortune 100 companies, Fortune 500 companies. So um, to me, it's, it's definitely something that's necessary. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of unfortunate that you have to pay a lot of money and going to debt and a lot of people that finish college, um, you know, end up living with the parents or, you know, have to pay loans until they're 50 years old, whatever it may be. Um, but I think it's definitely something that's necessary if you want to be successful in life in the long run, um, to kind of just at least pave, pave a, a way to a decent career um, at a decent company. So I think it's necessary. I'll chime in on that. Um, I honestly, I'm kind of 50-50. My experiences I gained from college, I think they prepared me for the corporate world. Um, But to be honest, I've worked jobs after college that did not require a college degree, and I made tons of money, like, with no need for a degree. And honestly, working those jobs, it kind of made me question why I went to college in the first place. Because when I went to college, it was, so I come from a background where both my parents, no degree. Um, I was the first person actually in my family to graduate from college. So for me, it was kind of like, you know, breaking generational curses and things like that. But I had this notion that I needed that degree to make money, like to make, I guess, decent money or good money, whatever you want to call it. Um, coming out of college, I got a gig, uh, entry level gig, made next to nothing. 
was one of those things I was, I guess I was supposed to like work up the ranks, you know, you know, put my time in and uh, eventually over time I would, you know, be comfortable or okay or whatever. I had that job for maybe six months. It didn't work out for me at all. Uh, ended up doing cable. At that moment in time, I was like 22, 23 years old. I was at a point I was making too much money that I, like, I didn't even know what to do with it at that time. Um, left that, wound up leaving that, eventually got into wireless retail. Almost was making six figures. Mind you, both these jobs I'm speaking of, you do not need a degree for. Literally, high school diploma, that's it. Um, so working these two jobs over the time period of maybe like nine to 10 years, um, I definitely questioned why I went to school. I did. I'm not going to say that you don't need it because I am now in a, I guess, a, a more corporate setting. Um, and I wouldn't be able to be in that setting without my degree. So I'm, I'm now in a position that I need a degree to even get there in the first place. I can't get where I'm at now um, without it. Um, but again, I'm I'm nowhere near making as the amount of money I was making in the positions I had where I didn't need a degree. Um, and I and I feel like those jobs, the only thing you needed honestly was work ethic. If you had like a, a, a motor and a drive uh, to work towards something, um, you know you could make a pretty decent life out of it. Um, whereas now I'm in a position where I pay my dues and I, I put my time in and eventually I'll be okay. But as far as college, I can say, like I, I definitely appreciate it. I definitely feel like it's needed. I just feel like it's needed because from my experiences, college prepared me for the real world. I guess in a, it prepared me for the real world, I guess, in the corporate setting. Um, without that, I don't think I, I would even be able to survive in the corporate setting. Um, I think, yeah, I think that's all I got in regards to that. So I'm like, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like borderline with that. Because yeah. you can make a good life. You can make a good life and make a really good living without ever going to college. It's definitely feasible. It's definitely possible. I think the road may be a little more treacherous like you may have to like you got to put in work for sure but it's definitely possible i don't think it's it's not attainable i think it's very attainable very much so because i don't think my degree i don't think my degree gave me a step up on other people that was there that didn't have one i don't think so i think my work ethic is what separated me from the other people i was working with in those in those positions i don't i definitely don't think it was my degree I don't. Can we, can we go around the horn just um just a, a two seconds like our education because we all went to college obviously so like a uh, few degree master's degree right you want to just talk about that briefly? Yeah, so um you know uh went to Philly U uh from oh one to two thousand seven got an undergrad in business management uh, concentration in finance and then later went on to get an MBA um. You know, was basically a focus in finance. Warren Young. 
Um, so I have a, an undergrad from Philadelphia University, Philadelphia University, uh, behavioral, behavioral and health services, try to use my adult voice, and um, a master's degree in community trauma counseling. Masters of Science. Sorry, Bachelor of Science and Masters of Science. Mr. King. I uh, have a Bachelor of Science from the prestigious former Philadelphia University um, in Architectural Studies with a minor in Business for non-business majors. And I have some, pretty much most, of a Master's program uh, allotment of credits towards sport business from Temple University. I have a bachelor's of science from Philadelphia University in computer information systems with a minor in e-commerce. Yeah, I have a BS in management from Philadelphia University and an MBA. So there's a theme. Sister yeah, Cooper, well, very educated brothers. That's yes, what it sir. sounds like. Indeed, exactly. Sounds like that. So. <clears throat> All right. And uh, I, I'll, I'll pick up Rio from where you left. Because, um, yeah, I, I think I agree. Um, I, and and I, I'll try to hit on each part, part of the question, too. So um, I, I, I wish there were other avenues. Obviously, there's other avenues, but I wish there were more options available to kids. Um, who are in situations like us. So I, I think Rio and I come from similar backgrounds. Like my mom did some college, but she didn't finish. Like she got pregnant with me when she was in between her sophomore and junior year at, at William Patterson in New Jersey and um, never went back. And uh, same thing for my aunt, for like my nuclear family. Um, she didn't finish. And, um, and, and I, I guess growing up in kind of a city like Orange, Orange is way smaller than, than Philly, but you know, it's inner city. And, um, and, you know, you, you really get told it's, it's go to college or, or get caught up. Right. Um, so, um, so college is like the way out and what really, you know, not every kid. So obviously I'm, I'm a good student. I've always been like an A student. So, um, so I'm not speaking for myself, but a lot of kids, and I'm not even saying this to be negative. A lot of kids aren't college like they aren't college kids like you know sometimes they get forced into this this setting like Rio was saying that's very different um especially if you're, you're a black kid or minority kid coming from a, a, a high school where you know everyone was like you very like-minded and then you go to sometimes a private school where you know it's diverse in a different way um it's hard to fit in it's hard to find other people like yourself um it's hard not having that setting of of of, of family and friends who have your best interest to, to help you get through sometimes. Like the number, uh, what is that, a, a warrant for, for my uh, uh, upper school education or upper education, but um, attrition, I believe, is, is very low. Um, and then the amount of students who matriculate through their first year um, from these settings is very low. Like, you know, most of the kids that came in with me um, that were similar, I think like 60, 70% of them did not make it to sophomore year. And um, and then some kids get stuck and they're, they're in a cycle where it's like they barely get by, they barely get by, they barely get by. And then they end up with like crazy loans and they have a degree that they don't even like want to use. So um, I, 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 I would 
I would say college is great for kids who have that track, um, who are, who know at an early age, I want to be in this industry or I want to have this type of career. I want to have this focus. Um, it's great. Or if it's a kid that like has an aptitude that's like, I'm a learner. College is a place to go to learn all this stuff. But if you are good with your hands, um, if you are kind of an abstract thinker, if you're an entrepreneurial kind of thinker, you don't really need it, as, as Rio was saying. Like, There's a lot of other ways to make a living for yourself to be comfortable without that burden of debt um, and without being forced into a box that you may not fit into. So, um, you know, I know people who had their own businesses in construction, um, bakers, um, you know, people are able to open up their own um, restaurants, electricians, plumbers, things like that. There are a lot of other ways to make money, lucrative money, too, um, th where you don't necessarily agree. Now, granted, you know, going to college or having some sort of training to manage the money once you have your own business and things like that is helpful. But um, but yes, yeah, so I, I wish. The thing I would change about college is I wish there were more alternatives to let people know, like, you're not a failure or you're like, it's not like you didn't make it if you don't go. Like, there's a lot of other avenues for you to be successful. Um, and then what I would change about my experience is, like, I wish I toured uh, some HBUs, HBCUs more seriously. Like, you know, I wish I had, I wouldn't change, obviously, this group of friends we got uh, together at Philly U, and I wouldn't change that for the world, but... um. You know, I just wish I had that experience to see what it was like. But um, but otherwise, you know, I think it, college is, is definitely worth it for those who are, you know, who, who understand what it is, like who understand what they're committing to, who understand um, the point. Like the goal of college is to, to, to have life experiences, to build relationships, to network, um, to kind of learn how to be on your own. Um, in a setting that's a little safe, like you have, you're living on your own, you're doing all these things, but you're not, um, you know, you're kind of sheltered from like the harshness of the world, unless you're like financially strapped, then you feel it all. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I think there should be, you know, when, when you're going to see a guidance counselor, um, you know, early in your junior year, moving on to your, your, your senior year, um, there should be a, a, a different talk that kids get that says, you know, here's this path, here's another path, um, here's an apprentice, uh, apprenticeship path. Um, you know, there should be other avenues um, so people just don't end up, feel like, you know, they don't make it in college or they, they're not going to be successful. So um, so that, that's a lot on that, but that's, that's what I got. Cool. Q, Q, Warren? Oh, Warren. Warren first, because I'm about to go in. <laughs> I, well, you know, I'm gonna take yeah, I'm gonna take it sideways a bit. So, you ready to bring it back or? All right. So, um, one of my colleagues um, mentions education and higher education uh, as keys. Um, keys and so I know we're talking about access, but she's referred to them as you know education and certifications. All these things are keys, and they're keys that get you into different places, right? So just so if we look at the way the world is now, uh, you get your um, high school diploma. Um, that's one key. Then once you get to college, undergrad, that's another key. Then master's is another key. Doctor is another key. Certifications along the way. These are all keys that open doors to different paths. So I thought it was cool just to kind of you know, have that comparison because 
the truth is you can fake your way through education, right? You, if you have the right friends, you have like, if you and just think about some athletes, how, um, like, and not to disparage athletes or speak up of them. I, I know personally some folks that I went to school with that had tutors, they had help, you know, you can, you can get help through school. So when person X gets a degree, that doesn't mean that necessarily person X got degree. They just got credit for completing their courses when in fact they had all the help. They had all the, you know, people writing papers, people giving them answers. So, so, so right. That's just kind of like a little sidebar on, on education and such and access and, and all of that stuff and the keys piece. Um, but back to the initial point of, is it worth it? Is education worth it? I think, I think, it is. And, you know, as we were talking earlier, just kind of listening to, to everybody speak and just kind of formulating some of my own thoughts. I'm looking at these developmental periods of, of just a life, right, and lifespan. Um, and it's interesting because I feel like when we, when the, we posed the initial question of education and is it worth it and all that, I feel like we were speaking about higher education, right? I feel like without it being said, I feel like we were talking about that. that um, so to kind of go that that route, um, I feel like, and Kev, you mentioned it, it, it's about really about experience, right? It's about what you, what you learn, not even necessarily for in the books, but, you know, as an example, like I met, you know, four of my, my closest guys through this, co this college experience. Um, I learned some specialized material, and that was great, and that was helpful. Um, and I would argue that this experience is is more impactful for me than anything I could have gotten out of a book, right? So I think it's about um, – I think it's interesting how the development, right? So looking at who you are as a person, like at nine years old, I might not have had the ability to really – know how to kind of navigate some of these things, right? But if you look at college and you're 17, you know, traditionally 17 to 21, that kind of age range, and think about developmentally how you are kind of coming of age, right? You're learning who you are. You kind of, like, you know stuff, but you don't know stuff. So it's like, I know what I'm talking about. I can do this, but you really don't have it together yet. So you're kind of walking around the world, like, feeling like you're big, but you get smacked down a little bit because you realize it the experience you think you have and what you think you know, you don't really know. So I think it's interesting developmentally how going to college traditionally aligns with being on your own, right? So you live in this place by yourself. You're forced to kind of figure out how to make your own major decisions, right? So traditional stories, your parents send you off to the school. Okay, now you're on your own. All right, go do this thing. Go make us proud. So then it's like, all right, you have to pretty much start your like semi-adult life, right? So it's like, I'm, I have to, you know, be responsible. I have to talk to certain offices about me and like, you know, my tuition. And I have to have these tough conversations with teachers about grades. If I disagree with the grade I got, I have to, you know, meet new people, right? I have to figure out how to navigate these relationships. Um, and it's, and it's interesting because when I'm looking at, when we see a connected education directly to this, particular experience um, because education just generally is learning, right? It's this idea of just learning things and becoming more well-rounded, more well-versed, more informed about subjects and things. So education is absolutely worth it. But higher education, I think, is important for a number of reasons, um, more so than what you can get in a book, um, but what you can get in life. But yeah, that was super long-winded and probably very obtuse. So Quan, I'm going to let you do your thing, and I'll come back with something meaningful in a little bit. Yeah, do your thing, Daisy. Okay, so um, I didn't realize we would go 
kind of this far into like my passion, uh, my passion being mentoring. Uh, but to answer the question, uh, what was the first part before? Is it worth it? Um, the first part of the question. I'm trying to recall here. Uh, uh, sorry, how can we take away? I'm sorry, guys. I'm pulling it back up. Apologize. Is a college education worth it? What are your biggest takeaways from your college education? And what do you wish was different? Those are the questions. If if it's worth it, um, so. I'm a little mixed, kind of like you guys. I think what you learn at college outside of the classroom is more important than what you learn inside the classroom more often than not, because what we learn inside the classroom isn't always applicable, even if we're in that field. So it's theory, not necessarily practice. Um, So for me in architecture, I got very... uh, I lost my passion for learning about this because I found myself sitting in auditoriums and looking at slides or doing these things that I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, the people that I was, that I was studying didn't do. The people that I studied were actually out in the world, out in the built environment, experiencing these things. And they were able to internalize that, learn from it, study it, and then create something great and magnificent as a result. They didn't look at a book, flip through pages, try to memorize something to put it on a test, to get a grade, to get a bigger sheet of paper, to prove to other people that they knew what they were talking about. So I got a little dismayed with that process. Um, But the cynic in me is always steering things back to capitalism like higher education and the diploma is nothing more than just another lever that operates in the system of um access kind of like what warren was saying with the keys it's uh there are numerous jobs and we've all looked at job descriptions we've all you know submitted resumes we've all done interviews we've all done job searching where you look at a job you look at the 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 details of the actual job and you're like okay i can do that and then you look at the requirements and you're like why does this need a master's why does this need a particular degree in this particular field because what i'm being asked to do doesn't relate to this degree or doesn't relate to this level of degree and it just becomes a barrier of entry for certain individuals and college as it is already already like siphons out individuals as it is so it just becomes another another mechanism in the machine of systemically placing certain people in one category and other people in a different category um and so i mean i can even look at certain jobs i'm looking at now where it's like you can be, you can go up to a certain level, but if you don't have a degree, doesn't even matter what the degree is in, but if you don't have a degree, you can't go to the next level. 
So that just becomes a barrier. It doesn't matter how much experience you have. It doesn't matter how well you did your job. It doesn't matter if you know the fundamentals and everything inside and out. And you can actually do the job or even better, if you've been doing the job, you still can't get past that barrier without a degree. And to me, that is one of the greatest, not the greatest, that's a that's a huge flaw in the system of how a lot of stuff operates. Um, so that's, is it worth it? Yes and no. Um, my, my takeaway and what I would change, I'll put it like this, because uh, this relates back to my mentoring. I tell young people, college is a place that you go to find yourself, but it's also where you redefine who you're going to be and what you're going to do. Don't go to college if you have no idea what you want to do. That's the worst investment in money and in time that you can do. And from a business perspective, the opportunity cost. You could go somewhere else and just start working straight out of high school, make more money than you would by spending other money that you don't even have to get something that you don't even know if you're going to use. And God forbid you get to college and you change your major. So um, knowing what you want to do before you get there is imperative. Going just because you feel like you have to go is a social pressure we put on young people. Um, there are certainly other alternatives, but those alternatives aren't glamorized. They're not put on a pedestal because everything has to be centered around going to college and and being the best like it's it's funny so like when I also talk to youth I say you know there are a multitude of avenues that can fulfill a passion you're looking for it doesn't just because you enjoy basketball doesn't mean you need to be a basketball player you could be a coach be a referee you could be a statistician you could be a, a game day operator you can be all these different things that are still related to basketball that still put you right there at the game on game day that that are not you being the athlete. Uh, but kids don't, youth, I should say, don't necessarily, don't necessarily see that because those things aren't held in the same regard. Um, and that's the unfortunate thing. But when you get to college, you should be able to like see those different avenues. You should be able to say, okay, maybe I don't, maybe I can't be a doctor or like a brain surgeon, but I could be a phlebotomist. I could be uh, a tech. I could do all these different, these other things that give me that same level of fulfillment or could be something I'm actually passionate about as opposed to going down this long ass route only to figure out, I really didn't want to do that. <laughs> and I just spent all this money I just spent all this time and now I have this thing and I'm like, I'm worn out and I really, I really wanted to do a, and I went all the way to like Z. Um, but having the conversation with youth, um, I feel is important early on to make sure that they're aware that there are multiple options and then trying to figure out and identify what that path is. Because the one thing I would change about, the education experience is that it should be a la carte. I know when I went for my, when I was taking master's classes, my approach to college 
was my approach to classes was completely different because I knew exactly what I wanted to get out of that experience. And so I was able to say, I want this class. I want this. I want this. I don't want that. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Bang. And whether that manifested itself into a degree or not, that wasn't my concern because at that point, I was taking classes that actually were putting me on a on a trajectory towards a goal. And so those classes made sense. They fulfilled and filled in gaps of knowledge that I needed. But a lot of times in college now, you're put in a program, you're given all this stuff. And a lot of times it's a lot of fat. There's very little meat. So you're taking like a communications course, (laughs) tons of fat, very little meat. You're taking just a general business course, tons of fat, very little meat. But if you know exactly what you want to do, maybe you're just taking this particular course. Maybe you're taking this particular, you know, set of courses because there's something you're putting together and you want to have that that package complete and done. And maybe there's some room for some a little filler here and there, but you know, maybe your degree doesn't cost you, you know, eighty thousand dollars if you really only took and really needed four or five classes to get what you needed out of that. So um, that's something I would change. The cost also is unnecessary. And I also don't, I don't like the fact that oftentimes when we talk about higher education and the college experience, that's what's brought into the conversation is the college experience. I, I don't see having to pay that much money to socialize and to develop socially. Um, I think that could be done separate. I don't think that needs to be, uh, I don't think the sports and athletics component necessarily need to be involved in that. I think it should really just be focused, laser focused, trimmed down into what you're there for and get the education, get it and keep it moving. If you don't need to be there for four years, then you shouldn't be there for four years. If you don't need to do some of these other things, then you just simply don't. There's no, that's not necessary, in my opinion. So yeah, so I got a bunch of I got a bunch of stuff on this. So I'm I'm thinking I guess in part about um, something you said, uh, Q. Just kind of looking at the way some of the stuff is set up, um, like why do we need these arbitrary degrees? And 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 yeah, it does seem arbitrary, especially because like you said, you don't need it for any reason. Like you just we need to know that you graduated from a college with a bachelor's of something so we can say we have this bachelor's level candidate that we're bringing in for an interview that has this position. And it's interesting because, and obviously I imagine it's changed over years, but I wonder why that actually is. And I'm, and I'm thinking about it. Could it be four years under this type of structure, right? Like it's four years of having to navigate the world in a certain environments without the guidance again traditionally speaking without the guidance of you know being in your parents house like you you have to be able to make your own decisions and figure things out and like be self-sufficient we need to know that you can if you made it through college i guess there's an assumption that you were able to take care of yourself for four years 
right? And and that's all I'm thinking about. That's one of the one of the only ways it kind of makes sense to me because I guess looking at things now, because you again, you you could have a degree in basket weaving, and they'll hire you for you know a, a computer programmer because you just need to have four years of of college experience and this credential to say, yep, you completed this four years in whatever. So that's just something that came up, you know, not necessarily right or wrong, but I was just thinking about that. Um, so looking at education, this is what I've realized. I mean, and, and this kind of just is going to go back to this point that, you know, Q kind of is always on because he's not wrong. Um, but I think this money is measure, right? I don't think we teach about passion. I think this unfortunately is a society where we we really look at money as the measure of a thing like we don't teach about passion we don't teach people to enjoy what they do we teach people or we're teaching the young teaching the youth to whatever you're going to do do it so you do it so well that you can make a ton of money right and and i feel like i feel like it's it's more uncommon that people are saying hey do what you love right because that's i'm similarly similarly to you Kwan, i'm telling people do what you love you, that that's going to be the thing that matters. Like I can, if I can pay my bills, I'm happy to take a job that makes me happy, that wakes me up excited in the, every morning, and I can go to work. Like yes, I'm doing this thing I love, and if my bills are paid, cool. I, I sure it's great to have you know a six seven figure job, but if I can get my bills paid and I'm gonna have to want for anything, I think I'm fine with that. But I don't think that's what we're really taught in this world. Um, and another piece of that is. What are we being taught? Right? What is the young, the young, the young generation? What are they being taught? When and why? Right? Because I think we kind of know we we learned through experience like how to kind of navigate in certain things. But but what's I'm looking back. What was the formal education or the formal point when someone said, "All right, Warren, you need to get a job. You need to 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 do these things." Because I feel like for the first you know eighth first three eighth grade, you just Go to high school, or you go to school because you learn things, because you don't have a choice, right? Because you're in your parents' house. High school, okay, start figuring out what you want to do, so when you get to college, you can do that thing. In high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. In college, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, when, but when are you taught that stuff, right? I feel like now with social media and stuff, a lot of different things are glamorized. There's a lot of exposure to things, but a lot of times before it was, what did my parents do? What did my family do? So it's not like you really had this exposure of like, oh, there are all of these different things I could do with my life. This is awesome. It's just, okay, my dad was a cop. My dad was a great cop. Inside joke. Um, or, you know, my 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 family, you know, the family business is X, and we did that for years, so I have to be X like my family, um, which which doesn't really speak to, to like – you know, child, go out and learn, learn, figure out which one to do, what makes you excited, what kind of jazzes you up, and go do that thing. Um, and the last piece, um, so, so the a la carte thing that you mentioned, Q, I, I like that idea conceptually, but you have to remember, young people don't know. And I think that kind of goes back to this other thing, like they're not given this information to like, what are you, you going to need, right? How are you going to know what you want? So it's like, I think I'm going to take this class and this class, two classes and I'm done, right? But someone else has to be able to say, no, you're going to need another 12 courses. Okay, which ones? Figure it out. Thank you. Well, to that point, like, that's why I'm so passionate about mentoring. That's why, like, yeah, that that needs to, like, exist um, in the world, and that needs to be prioritized for youth. But, I mean, people of all ages, but, like, that's really got to be something that gets promoted as part of the education of, like, there are people that 
or maybe in positions that you want to be in, people that you admire, people that you want to aspire to be like, there needs to be that connection of this person is at that point, they have the information and knowledge to tell you how to get there. There's got to be that reach back, whether it's through a, a, some sort of vehicle or catalyst, like there's got to be their, that connection. It'd be helpful. It'd be helpful. To, yeah. to make that happen. Um, and I think Mario has a good point too. To, um, so from what Warren was speaking, I guess, as far as like, I guess, like the examples around them, like, well, you know, you, you say something about, oh, my dad's a cop. He's a good cop. And, and my mom was this. Great cop. So, right. Great, great cop. I, I apologize. I, I didn't say it correctly. Um, but so I'm just speaking off of my experience, but mm. so, so I'm in, granted, I, I stated earlier that I had a a degree in computer information systems. So my interest in computers was from my father. Um, but my my father has no type of formal education in computers, like zero. Um, my father had, like my father was an IT technician for um, the government. He did that for maybe about 10, 11 years, something like that. And he had like a small little business on the side where he like built computers for you know, people or whatever. Um, but for me, when I thought about that, like even the idea of college, it was always like, well, I got to be better than my parents. Hmm. I honestly, I can't even tell you where that came from because my father didn't tell me that <laughs> and my mother didn't tell me that. So I can't tell you where that came from, but I always felt like I had to do better than what they were doing. Like my dad, my father did okay, you know, to be a man with no degree or anything like that, literally just a high school diploma, to get where he was, like he he did pretty good, like he did pretty good. I can't say he didn't, um, but I always felt like I had to do better than him. So like college was a no brainer for me. Like I like I had to do it. I can't even say I was at a point where I felt like I didn't want to do it. I always wanted to do it. Like me and my sister, we would like, we would play games where like, we were younger. I was probably like seven or eight years old. And um, we would play like school, right? I don't know if anybody else has done that, but me and my sister, we did. Like I have a sister, we're, we're literally 11 months apart. Um, I'm the oldest, she's 11 months younger than me. Um, so, Honestly, I never, I never had like the single child, like the only child syndrome or anything like that. Because by the time my first birthday came, I had a little sister. Um, so I never got that. Like I never got that feeling. But we were probably like six, seven, eight, something like that. We always played like school. Like we would play school, stuff like that. And she would give me a piece of paper and I would write down stuff. Sometimes we would play like we were in high school. Sometimes we would play, we were in middle school, but sometimes we would play like we were in college. And this is when we were kids, like when college wasn't even a thought in our minds, like we were still in grade school, elementary school, but it was already there. And I, I maybe it was my parents. I'm not going to say it wasn't, but I'm also not going to say it is because I can't, I don't remember where, but college was embedded in me at a very, very young age, an extremely young age. I was already thinking about being there. 
Um, so when I got to high school, and and thankfully I went to a really really good high school in my city, um, which shout out Central. Yes, shout out <laughs> Central High School. Shout out two six one. If any of y'all ever listen, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you know, you know. Um, but everybody that goes there, college is automatically the next steps. Like at, at my high school, it was a 96, uh, a 96% graduation rate to college. So like if you were there, you already were going to college. That was a no-brainer. That wasn't something that you really had to have a discussion about. It wasn't really something that like counselors or teachers had to explain to you. If you came to Central, you already knew you were going to college, period. And that was one of the reasons why I wanted to go to Central anyway, because I wanted to go to college. But I knew that at an extremely early age, very, very early. Um, but like as much as I, I agree with you, because there are certain aspects uh, from like my childhood, from my parents that I kind of took in and kind of was like, oh, well, that's the way things are supposed to be. But I don't know, from the from the specific aspect of education, I, I can't necessarily agree with that 100% because the educational background in my household was, like with my mom, her main thing with me was just graduate high school. Like my mom had me when she was 17 years old. So her biggest thing was like, she didn't even get to graduate college before she had me. My mom didn't, my mom, she did finish high school, but she didn't finish till 2003. She had to go back and finish. She was a couple classes short. So one of her regrets was always, I wish I would have finished high school before I, you know, I had a child. And one of my things is I want to make sure that all of my children graduate high school because I didn't get a chance to when I was supposed to. So that was the only thing that was embedded in me. My mom said that to me. I'm almost certain she said it to me since I was like from birth. I'm almost certain. Like, please make sure you graduate high school before you have children. Cause that was something I wish I did. And that was always the case with, from what I can remember, that was always the case that I heard from my mother. Not necessarily from my father, even though, granted, my mom had me when she was 17, so that means my father had me when she was 16, because my father's mother, younger than my mother. But that was always embedded in me, like, just finish high school. College was optional, like, from my parents. My parents pushed college as an option. Like, if that's what you want to do, that's okay, but you got to finish high school. But I can say for me, coming up, college was mandatory like just from in my mindset college was mandatory because for me both my parents didn't do that i was the first born i was the oldest i had to do that and i've always felt like i had to do it so when i was put in a position like okay high school's almost over what's next college was a no-brainer for me like i had to do it i was gonna do it no way, no how I wasn't going to do it. So, like I heard what Warren said in, in regards to kind of like your environment, things like that. But I know my environment was way different. But that was absolutely my outcome. Like, I knew that had to happen. 
And that didn't come from my parents because my parents didn't push that. They didn't push that on me. And to this day, out of all their children, I'm the only college graduate. Just me. The rest of them didn't because they pushed high school. Like, just finish high school. Please finish high school. Like, that was always, like, the outcry. But for me, it just it, it was different. So that was just my two cents and a little background. I want to jump in on that. And Chris, I can't see you, so if you want to talk, just turn your camera back on. But um, there's a couple things that people said that I, I wanted to touch on, and um, and I'm I'm just gonna go through them. So. I think, you know, when I got when I got started earlier and I heard this kind of get echoed, um, I do think college is the place, like, it, it depends on a kid, you know, to be aware enough and focused enough, as Rio sounded like he was at 17, 18, and know what I want to do already. So I, college is the safe place if you have the financial support um, to go and figure it out in a safe environment and just be like, I'm not sure. I need... I'm gonna join this club. I'm gonna join this club. I'm like, oh, oh, I really like this one. Like, this is this is the path. Because um, I think this is the place. Like, you know, people change careers into their 40s and 50s. So, like, I don't know that a 22 year old or younger is really gonna have the capacity to be like, yeah, this is what I'm gonna do for the next 60 years. Um, so, I do think college provides that in a safe place if you're financially flexible. You don't want to go, as you said, Quan, and like. Um, this major for two years. I'm this major for two years, and then I'm lost at the end of that two, four years. I got to stay another two years to figure it out. That gets too expensive. But to the extent that you can take general studies um, and kind of come to a conclusion naturally of like, oh, this is what I like. I, I enjoyed this class. Um, I think that's good. I also wanted to bring up a point. I learned the most from some of those classes that did not contribute to like my final degree, like the electives, you, you, you get into some of those classes where you have those open conversations. Um, you're debating philosophy, right? Philosophy, yeah. ch challenging your mind. So um, I think those classes really added value. And like, I wouldn't trade my college experience. I know I came out kind of hard at it earlier, but like those were definitely the best, you know, four to six years. Um, and then kind of hitting on what you were saying, uh, Rio, what made you want to go to college? Like, you know, if it wasn't to me, I don't know if it was my parents or not. Like, I'm not my mom. My mom did, didn't want me to get arrested or get shot. Like, that was her main thing. Like, stay off the streets. Don't die. Um, and then past that, it was um, I think it was kind of up to me. Like, it was, you know, it was up to me to be. And, and what Rio mentioned earlier, too, which was great because um, it was similar. Like, I don't know if it was someone. I'm trying to remember. Right. So, like. And I wrote down what were my biggest influence. Like, what 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 made you want to go to college? I remember um, when uh, uh, I can't even name her name. Uh, Denise Huxtable went to uh, um, to Hillman, and then she got the spinoff show, a Different World. I was like, yo, I'm going to college. Go. <laughs> um, that was amazing. Um, I love seeing that process. And then, honestly, like, watching Duke basketball, like, as a kid, and the Bobby Hurley and, and Grant Hill teams was like, yo, this looks crazy. Like, this is this is so much fun. Um, and then on the football side, like, Warwick Dunn um, 
and those teams at Florida State. So um, so college was sort of like it was like fun. So it was like boom, I got to go. I didn't even think of it as a way to like enhance my career opportunities. It was just like this was like something that you know once you finish high school, it's like this is where the fun is at. I want to like go to a lunchroom cafeteria setting and like talk to Dwayne Wayne and like just just kick <laughs> in the dorm. Like, so um, so to me, <laughs> right? It, it's my best right. friend now. <laughs> so um so that was like an influence it was like i just want to see what that's like um and then going back to something that we kind of touched on and real touched on a little bit but i think this is more like uh Quan and, and warren was so it's supposed to be like i said a place where you can go and this is what i meant earlier about hbcu comment too it's supposed to be a place where you can go and explore your ideas and kind of find your way is a primarily or predominantly white institution a safe place for black students to do that? Because, like, you know, we all mentioned mentorship, guidance. Do you get that? Um, and you're, you're supposed to be nurtured, right? Like, you're supposed to have some sort of faculty member or senior student, upper school student, up, um, or, or a, 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 a junior or senior that um, can reach back and say, hey, you know, I got you. Come my, under my wing, and I, I guess Dell was this for me, um, but um, and hopefully maybe I was this for some some, some of y'all. Oh well, shoot, I really just Quan and everybody else. Was. But um, <laughs> but uh, but uh, but you suppose I had like that old head that like kind of shows you the rope, shows you the way, um, can answer some of those hard questions, and um, I I don't I wonder if that is, um. If, if if students don't find that person, they don't make that connection. I wonder if that's part of the reason that they can kind of sometimes get off track, um, at, at other at other schools or even at FLU uh, or Jefferson or whatever it is today. But I, I, you know, those are just some questions I want to, um, some comments and questions I want to throw out there. Like, you know, is is it a safe place for a student who's not uh, from a college background, first time real college student, or, you know, maybe coming from a, not a, a traditional family that goes to college to kind of get there and figure it out in a place where it's like everyone else kind of has a path and has their thing and you're just trying to figure it out. Q. Chris, you go first. I feel like you got something because I definitely got a little something I want to do. Uh, yeah, I, I would say it's a safe place, and you know, for for you, you had Dell. You know, I had others, and you know, like Warren was like, you know, kind of like my my big brother at Philly U. So, um, uh, so I, I think it's, de- it's definitely a safe place, um, for us. Uh, what was that light skin do, yo? The uh, run. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Not Tenedor. I had a few guys that looked out for me, which I appreciate them. Um, but I think it's definitely a safe place for you, right? You need to have that mentor that can kind of like take you under their wing and say, you know, I got you. Like, if you need anything, you know, first time being from home, you just kind of keep the eye on you. So, yeah. and I feel like all of us on the line um, on this call or this video conference, like, we were all that for somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, we can look back and say, that's why we have so many other cats that looked up to us because we kind of took them under our wings and looked out for them when they came on campus. So uh, we, we played it forward. Uh, we had that mentoring, that, that, that mentality. Um, and that's kind of, you know, what we do. Um, one thing I did want to touch upon is like the HBCU. Um, and I, I, I'll kick it over to, to Quam, but like, I, I definitely hear you on that. That's one thing that I wish that I, if I could do it all over again, and I love what we have. Um, that's the one thing that I would say that, you know, I wouldn't trade this group or this friendship for nothing. 
Um, but the HBCU experience is something that I wish that I would have had. It's a totally different experience. Like my sister went to HBCU and her love for her university, like, you know, she's still connected uh, to them. Um, and, and for me, like, I'm not connected. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. call it what it is. I went there, got my degree, and I was out. Uh, so I don't have that same um, that same love for my university that, that you guys do, but I I just don't have that. And I think um, going to HBCU, possibly I would have you know I would have got a different experience. I would learn more about my culture. Um, going to a predominantly white school throughout my entire life, you know, um, I think I would have learned more in that realm as well. Um, and kind of uh, connected more to my my my, my culture, my heritage. So, want to make the faces go for it, come on. Q, Chris, you got a sister. Yeah. I might have forgotten that. You might have forgotten that. Wow. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. I mean, it's been a long time. She was at the awful. wedding, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, I have a little niece. Gosh, you're, all, you're an awful friend. I understand, bro. The wedding was like how long ago? Anyway. Yeah, friend of me. Uh, so, something that happens in other countries, other places, is that there's a year off between gap year high school yeah. and then college. Um and I was listening to a pot no, it wasn't a podcast. It was no it actually was Stuff You Should Know. Uh shout out to Stuff You Should Know, another podcast. Uh they're I hear they're really good and they're on the up and up. Um anyway, um so this gap year concept is something that happens overseas more often than it does here. Um but it gives those that participate in it the opportunity to kind of be done with high school, mature a little bit, and give them more time to figure out why they want to go to college and mm-hmm. or higher education, why they want to go, and then what they're going to pursue. Um, and a lot of individuals take that opportunity to travel the world. They take that opportunity to do an internship or do some sort of apprenticeship type work and something that they're interested in. Um, some people just work and then they figure out, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. And so let me figure out something I'm really good at. And I invest my time. And I want to say studies have found that individuals that take that gap year are more likely to graduate college. Um, I don't know necessarily be successful, but at least complete, the college experience uh, or the college curriculum as opposed to those that just go right into it. Um, So I think that's something worth considering as well. But I think, again, as I, as I kind of brought up and we've all touched on at this point, like there's a mentoring component that is sorely lacking in our society. Um, And it's something that I'm super passionate about. I've wanted to have a business um, centered on, um, and you know, I'm not. It's not too late for me to do that. But uh, life does get in the way, and people got to have families and make babies and all sorts of other fun stuff. So uh, there will be a time uh, where I'm going to circle, circle back to this. Um, and you all know, you are are all involved in that process as well. Uh, but I think mentoring plays a huge huge role and it's not nearly as uh, developed or discussed as it as it should be um, yeah 
It looks differently. I think it looks differently for a lot of different reasons and a lot of different situations. Um, you know, mentoring as an athlete could be, you know, we go to the park or the field and we do this thing, right? Mentoring in a business may mean, all right, you come to the shop or come to this place of business and work and see what I do and kind of like an apprentice. Um, just from an inf- just from like even a guidance standpoint, thinking about, you know, how we may have mentored or been big brothers to other people it's just well just let's hang out just kind of like see what i do let me just tell you my my story my you know the way i do things just to give you some perspective so i think the idea of mentorship is is important and i think it looks different so kind of developing a structure in it for life and for education and like for all of that i think is huge but it's 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 fairly nebulous because there's no one way to do it like it could look like so many different things that's the beauty of it. Yeah, I, and I hear you. Yeah, and I hear you. I hear you. I just want to jump in. Yeah, go for it. Jump in and say uh, shout out Warren, who also one of my mentors, and I, I think the first um, recorded uh, mentor um, in history back in back in the end. Yeah. Shout Thanks. Shout Thanks. out Warren. Mentor, mentor has that component of, of men, so he was one of the first men Man. ever as well. So. Hey, would you guys work at the time? Hey, Mario. Um, you want to take us out? Does someone want to take us out? Because it looks like it's getting. Okay, so all right, maybe not. All right, we'll just keep doing this. All right. Um, talk about the annals. Cool. No, I, I do have. <laughs> how much time do we got, Rio? Until we stop. Yeah, you can keep going for a little bit. We got a little bit left. So, um, going back, what 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 was the driving force for you to go to college? If everybody can do like maybe thirty seconds on that. Q, you got to spin your nose. Go for it. You first. Uh, me, my driving force. I, I, when I was younger, I wanted to be an architectural engineer. Had no fucking idea what that was. Um, we didn't have the internet. <laughs> the closest thing I had was Encarta, and Encarta. Uh, the thing I had was like architect. So I assumed that, well, I have to go to a school that has architecture, and um, that that was it. And I was like, once I got there, I was like, I'm going to do architectural engineering, and everybody's going to know what that means, and I'm going to know what it means, I'm going to figure it out, and I'm going to do that. It's going to be great. And I got there and I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. Mm. But I do have a passion for architecture, so let me let me do this. And then that became a thing. So um, that was it. That was my my driving force. I couldn't go to high school for architectural engineering. Uh, my driving force for going to college, the fact that my parents didn't go, and I had the probability of being the first person in my family to actually doing that. I love that. I am here. Go ahead, Juan. Chris, uh, Chris uh, me? All right, I got it. So um, I went to college because I think that's what I think I thought that was what was supposed to happen. Um, and I went to grad school because I wanted to learn more about what I discovered I wanted to do. So at first it was because that's what I thought was supposed to happen. That was the, the natural progression. And uh, grad school was because I'm like, nope, I I could learn how to pretty much sharpen my craft and be better at what it is I want to do. Well, Warren, what was college like at the first term? Chris, Chris, is here. Chris is here, girl. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, no, so my, my mom, um, she she told me when I was in high school that I had two options: either I go to college or I go to the military. 
Mm. Um, so um, my mom has a master's degree. Um, my, all of my aunts on my mother's side have, have you know, um, bachelor's degrees and also master's degrees. So it was uh, something that was expected of, of myself and my sister uh, when we finished high school is to go to college, get a, you know, get a degree and continue um, with uh, getting higher education, whether it's master's degrees or, you know, doctorates or what have you. Like my sister, she's a lawyer. So um, that's kind of what's expected. And, you know, quickly, I I talked about it earlier, but, uh, you know, a little bit internal motivation just to to, to go and, as Rio said, do do more than my parents did, but also just I wanted to have that experience that I saw on TV. Um, And I feel like, you know, Saturday morning cartoons, I feel like it was just instilled. Like, I don't know if there was, like, product placements, but, like, I just feel like that you go on to college and like, I feel like there were commercials about just going to college and, and like that kind of thing. I mean, I, of course there were a lot more be all you can be army kind of commercials back then too. But I do think there was just, if I remember correctly, being a kid, you can just watch TV and, and see a lot more of those, um, all of these things. And then you went to like, they went to college. Okay. I see. Yeah, I, I follow you now. Um, so my, my question was going to be knowing what we know now, right. As, as older, uh, adult males, if you could go back to college, what would you go to school for? That's a good one, right? Go ahead, Kev. Oh, first thing I go back to school for the same thing. Same thing. I, I, I now have a job in that area. Right. Okay. Like I'm a, I'm a network technician. I'm a network engineer actually. Um, and I have a degree in computer information systems. Like my degree is in what I do. I actually really like what I do now. So if I go back to school, I'll be doing the same thing. I think I would do education this time around and, and go toward being like, I would want to teach, but I would also want to be an administrator. So I would, I would go toward being like a dean or, or a principal or something like that. But yeah, I would go in that, in that direction, I think, if I had a chance to do it again. It's a strong curve. Yeah. So I went for the money the first time. The second time, I think I would go for passion. What's up? Yeah, Yeah, I'll I'll go next. I I would definitely um, do business, but I would do human resources uh, only because when you get a business degree, it's so freaking goddamn broad. You get this degree, you're like, what do I do freaking now? So having a degree that has more specialized like computer science or IT or something like that, I think you have a better career path and, and have a better idea of what you want to do. Um, like I, said, I got to college and I bounced around for five years. You know, I would stay at a job for a year and then I leave. You know, did sales, sold freaking cars and all this other stuff. And then it took a while for me to find myself because it's just, you know, management's just a large, um, uh, it's very broad. So having some to a little bit more specific would have been helpful in my opinion. So yeah. I love it, yeah, I'd, I'd probably do the same thing. Um, yeah, I think I learned. I learned about myself. Uh, I learned about others, so I probably do do the same thing. So for me, I probably would go. I probably would not have gone to college yet, like when I did. I think I probably would have gotten into my, uh, I guess, my field of interest because my entry level doesn't require a degree at all. Um, so I would have done some recreation stuff. Then I would have. But that wasn't your question. You you cheated. That's not what you asked. 
I said, what? Can I finish, though? Like, damn. I didn't interrupt. You was talking. I didn't interrupt. I was just interjecting. Go ahead. Okay, thanks. Thanks. Clarify. No, I think I would have gotten some of that experience of exactly, like, what I was looking for first. Got some entry-level stuff. And then I would have gone to college and picked something different. What what that actually is still doesn't really exist. Like, what I'm looking for. It would have been a mix of, like, entrepreneurial within a certain like sector but then developing something so it'd have like one part of uh human behavior uh and psychology another part of like business administration and another part of like facility planning development architecture like it would have been a whole like cadre of just like random little things all put together that would have like fit perfectly for me to go out here and like design my own community recreation center that infuses mentoring into it you know you can do that right i mean i can do that but then i'm not i'm not aware of that at 18 years old (laughs) right well because it doesn't actually exist but i think you but you but but that you can take that you can do that those everything you said you wanted to do you could do still I mean, you don't have to do it again. You don't have to do it differently. You can add to where you stopped at this point is my point. Oh, no, but I would have had it by now. That's my point. You know what I mean? Like, the opportunity for having done all this now, I could have been at the point of, like, retiring or, like, selling a franchise. And then, you know, we could have been having this conversation on island somewhere. Uh, No masks, drinks. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Everybody get the old ring light. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got anything so, else? Uh, nah, shout out Philly you because without it, I wouldn't have you guys. Oh, Tender moments. I made my nipples hard. I, mean, I don't think the F5, I don't think this would be possible without Philly you. So, yeah, thank you, Philly you. True story. Thank you, Philly. Yo, you know what HBCU's got that we don't have? You supposed to know like your alma mater song. I don't have any idea what that song is. Yeah, I don't know ours at all. I have no clue. <laughs> you only found out at graduation, and we everybody read it out loud. They didn't sing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say I didn't sing it at all. Like it was like in a brochure that I looked at. Yeah, it was like uh, <laughs> clue. It's like it's a poem. Yeah, we didn't even have graduation practice. Like we just showed up to graduation. I mean, at, at that point, did you really want to go through all that? You just want to like. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to. Honestly, I was just real trying to finish four years. I was like, I'm done. Like, I, y'all, y'all got me through this. Like, yes. let me just, just get my paper. Thank you. I tell you but, what, though, uh, like living okay. in the south, though, um, I I can honestly say I don't know that I would have missed. So, like, I don't think I miss so much, like, an HBCU. I, I get the experience. I understand it. But being in the South, and I know all HBCUs aren't in the South, obviously. But um, we get to say on that, though, because we don't understand. You don't understand it unless you actually go through it. I, mean, I, don't, you, think we, I don't think we get to speak on that. I mean, we, we are black have and my- have been to college, <laughs> but we have not been to an HBCU. I don't think we get to speak on that. Uh, honestly, I don't. Wow. I, and I know a lot of people that have been through HBCUs, and that's a totally different experience. It's not the same as going wow. through like the traditional college institution. 
So I don't think we get a chance to speak on that. So I don't even I don't even want to allow you to even go down that path. Wow. No we don't. We don't. Sorry, but we don't. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think I think we can end this this uh, conversation. I feel like that's safest. Um, yeah, I got that. That's a safe apparently. Oh, you don't. Not not on that topic anyway. Um, All right, guys. I, I know that's a totally different experience, but we we haven't gone through that, so we don't get a chance to speak on that. Just to reiterate, oh, I'm not in case you didn't hear the last time, Quan. No, no, no. I can't. Nothing for me to say. Okay. Shut up. Okay. okay, right. Pretty much. Yeah. Shout out to all the HBCUs. We love you. Quan, <laughs> don't say nothing. I can't say that they need more funding. Oh, I, I, they do. I don't think they definitely need more funding. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Positive. more funding. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, because yeah. the Philly U's uh, president was making like 90000 Like, I don't understand why HBCUs like be hurting for money. 900 Yeah. I'm really trying to like keep that on the low because it really makes me mad every time I think about it. <laughs> Just made it worse and you made my point even more. But yes, like when the president can make that much money and then you hear HBCUs are struggling, it's like, I just don't understand what's wrong with this world. But then I realized capitalism and then the cynic in me comes back to it. So, that's what it is. what it is. Nine hundred. Add that extra zero. <laughs> but, um, thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate cool. you listening to us. Um, and we'll get back to you very shortly. Have a good one. And five. Out. Yeah, oh. yeah. Go to bed, kids.